welcome to the Emotionally Healthy Activist Daily Arrow podcast, where we aim to align ourselves with God's purposes so that we do not miss the mark. My name is Jonathan Walton, and I am the leader of the IBED team for InterVarsity in New York and Jersey. For Advent, we are offering this five-minute reflection to complement our Emotionally Healthy Activist course. We encourage you to check out on EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com. We hope to help you center on Jesus, His heart for justice and revival, and respond as he would in the midst of COVID, our world's reckoning around race, and systemic issues taking place all over our country. We'll be grounding ourselves in scriptural reflection and lifting sections from 12 Lies That Hold America Captive and the Truth That Sets Us Free, as well as the anthology, Keeping the Faith, Reflections on Politics and Christianity in the Trump Era and Beyond. This reflection was written by Stephen Rowe, university staff in North Carolina, and you may hear an eight-month-old prayer warrior named Everest Walton in the background. He'll be joining us for our time today. So I hope you'll find a comfortable spot, take some deep breaths, and let's begin. In John chapter 2, Jesus turns water into wine and partners with servants to do so. Starting in verse 3, John writes, When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus responded. My hour has not yet come. The mother says to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, filled the jars with water. So the servants filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted water into wine. He did not realize where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water definitely. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. Thanks be to God for his word. This miracle may be familiar. After all, it is the first one recorded in the Gospel of John. But the partnership and preparation before the transformation is miraculous as well. Jesus does not do the whole miracle on his own. He invites the servants to prepare the water, present the transformed wine to the master of the banquet. Not only does Jesus keep the party going with this miracle, it delivers the bridegroom, the bride, and the family from shame and not having enough wine to share with their guests. This is good news to us. Jesus chooses not to work alone. He chooses to involve us in the miraculous and healing work that he does. His miracles aren't for show. They have a purpose. They point to his lordship over creation. They point to his dignifying partnership with humanity. They deliver people from shame, harm, and isolation. In John 2, we see Jesus invite partnership and preparation for the sake of transformation, healing, and deliverance at a party. As the year comes to a close, we look ahead to 2021. We will be wise to locate ourselves and emulate the servants and their willingness to partner with Jesus in preparing for him to move. Like John the Baptist in John 1 and John 3, preparing the way for the Lord. 
David Osborne is a senior professor of Christian leadership at Denver Seminary. In Tupelo, Mississippi in the 1960s, he helped assist in the peaceful integration of the school system. He's also a contributor in keeping the faith. In his article, Loving God and Neighbor During an Election, he writes, Laws do not compel people to willingly change. But when we love people, we can persuade them to do what is right. If we depend only upon passing legislation, many will look for ways to subvert the law. This is what happened in Mississippi, the South, and across the country, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, Respected Old Testament scholar and friend, Nutheim, once said to me, God gets angry about only two things with very few exceptions, idolatry and social injustice, end quote. This is consistent with the two greatest commandments, to love God, which idolatry prevents, and to love your neighbor, which social injustice prevents. The two greatest commandments, coupled with an awareness of what angers God, guide me in how I interact with others as I prepare to vote. These are the words of a wise man. The simplicity and depth of this practical wisdom feels refreshing. I feel grounded in response to processing these words. I have a better sense of what my posture and outlook for 2021 ought to look like. I feel conviction because I'm tempted to think that the vaccine will be distributed. And that means that COVID is over. That the end of the election season means the end of political hostility for a while. And that a new year means a fresh start. While these are admirable things to hope for and work for, and it feels relieving to see 2020 come to an end, I'm not off the hook for loving people well, seeking justice, and resisting idolatry. The vaccine won't cure my fear or fulfill my need for community. The end of the election season doesn't wipe away the bitterness, contempt, and exhaustion I've carried this season. In 2021, the world will change, and there will be nothing new under the sun. Like the servants in John 2, I want to partner with Jesus and prepare the way for him to work. Partnership and preparation for transformation. Whatever is going to be in my jar, I want to work to fill it to the tip top so Jesus can work in and through me to love God and others well, to resist idolatry and seek his justice. In the Emotional Health Activist curriculum, we seek to resist narcissism, pride, and hurry, and embrace humility, love for others, and slowing down to be present with God, ourselves, and others. One of our guiding scriptures is Proverbs 14, 8, which says, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is self-deception. We get off track when we do not prepare the way for Jesus to move and work in and through us. We are at risk for being distracted and thrown off course when we are not grounded in resisting idolatry and resisting injustice. Jesus is inviting us to partner with him in the coming new year. There is much relational, personal, and systemic work to be done. May we, like the servants in John 2, prepare well as we turn to pray. Reflect on the following. How is Jesus inviting you to partner with him in 2021? How is Jesus inviting you to love God and your neighbor in a new year? Where is he inviting you to begin resisting idolatry and seeking his justice? Lastly, let's consider 
what obstacles might prevent you from preparing well? Invite Jesus to take these things away. What miraculous thing might Jesus be up to? Let's reflect. Let's pray together. Oh God, our times are in your hands. Look with favor, we pray, on each person, on each person listening as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and grace and strengthen their trust in your goodness in the coming new year. Empower them to prepare well for the transformation and miraculous work you desire to do in and through them in the new year. Form them to love others well, resist idolatry, and seek Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. If five minutes was not enough or you want more, please visit EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com for a guide through today's reflection. And to get the full podcast where we walk you through practical steps on how to engage with these difficult issues in your everyday life. This podcast is part of a larger eight-part course to develop leaders with the character and capacity to meet and lead in the midst of life's most difficult moments with Christ at the center. Check out our Emotionally Healthy Activist course on patreon.com slash IBED and subscribe at any level to receive access to the tools, podcasts, as well as the community trying to live out the gospel that Jesus calls us to every day. Follow IBED Life on Instagram for Daily Arrow updates. And thank you so much for listening to Daily Arrow Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Grace and peace to you, yours, and to the world. See you tomorrow. Yeah.